the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Perspective. Teaching. Conversation. This is Isaiah 61. Over the next half hour, you'll hear why the Lord provided those verses and how they can be used in witnessing, in the church, and in daily life as God's children. Now, here's your host of Isaiah 61 from Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, Pastor Joe Sutton. Hello, everybody. Obviously, this is not Pastor Joe, but I um, have been pastored by Pastor Joe <laughs> for a while. Um, my name is Tara Jefferson, and, and I am here with Joseph Sutton, a.k.a. Juice. And Joseph Sutton the third. Yeah. I am Tara Jefferson the first. <laughs> and um, hopefully you guys remember us from last week. But if you weren't able to tune in with us. Welcome. Um, hello. Here we are. Like I said, I'm Tara and I'm here with J Comedy. Do you have a number behind your Instagram? No, it's the real Juice Sutton now. Oh, sorry. He changed it. The real Juice Sutton. I'm at I'm third with two D's. <laughs> Shameless plug for Instagram. Um, But yeah, so we last week talked to to you guys about purpose, and um, I kind of got a lot of good stuff out of that conversation. So did I. So good. So we're going to do it again. We're going to talk about a different subject today. What we want to talk about today is... um, it's kind of a scary subject. Whenever you say it, everyone's like, oh, don't talk about this, but I'm doing it. Um, we're going to talk about a little bit of idolatry today. Mm-hmm. See what that looks like. It's really not as scary as it sounds, to be honest. It's not. <laughs> um, but what I'm going to start out with is just a story that kind of helped me um, kind of understand what idolatry is, and maybe you guys can get some stuff from it, too. Um, but basically, my sophomore year of high school, I was playing basketball. Well, I've played basketball pretty much my whole life. Um, well, not anymore because we're grown out here. But um, <laughs> I, um, I, I, this was specifically my sophomore year of high school. And I had this coach who was new. And he was just one of those coaches. I'm sure if you've played sports for some point in your life, everyone's had a coach like this. And he just like desperately wanted to be obeyed. Like everything you said, he like everything he said to you you had to do it right away like you always had to look at him for approval every time you did something wrong every time you did something good like you just he was just that kind of person you had to respond at that moment he called you there was no like hold on like you just had to obey him at all times like when whenever he called to you you just had to come right away doesn't matter what you were doing and so we kind of got accustomed to that and we just learned to just be really obedient to this coach which is good in some situations um but we just we always had to consult him no matter what we were doing if we wanted to make a move if we wanted to get approval for something we just always had to consult him first um and so as i was thinking about this subject i was like man that's kind of how it is or how it's supposed to be with god like when God calls to us, we're supposed to answer right away. And when when we want to make a life decision or we want to make a move, we're supposed to consult the Lord first. But a lot of times we don't. Um, and so I was just thinking about that. We're so obedient to certain things in our life. And, you know, Joseph, I'm sure you can relate to that because you've been an athlete, mm-hmm. you know, your whole life as well. And, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, so we all have those things in our life that we are just so obedient to. And that just kind of helped me 
think about idolatry in a different light. Um, it's really who who are we obeying? Who is our God? What are those things in our life that we are very, very obedient to? Um, I know that some things that I see in this um, upcoming generation is it is a very obedient generation. A lot of people like to say that they're um, that they're rebels or that they do whatever they want. But honestly, if you really break it down, you really think about it. A lot of these teens and kids today um, are very obedient. And I can say mm-hmm. that because I um, I've done a lot of studying. I'm almost almost got my degree in youth ministry. I graduated in May from North Central University. Um, so I've studied youth ministry for the past three and a half years, and I've just seen this pattern in in this generation of youth today, and they just, they really are obedient. And I see that because as soon as their phone rings, they have to answer it right away. As mm-hmm. soon as they get a text message, a Snapchat, you know, and, and a notification on Instagram, they just have to obey it. They have to go straight to it right away. Or, you know, they see these trends, they see the things that, you know, certain celebrities said in um, certain like standards in the world and they just have to obey those standards. They have to have the new shoes. They have to have the new trends. Their nails have to be a certain color. You know, their makeup has to be a certain way or if you're a girl, well, maybe even if you're a guy. Yikes. But, um, <laughs> but they're just, it's, it's very obedient. We're very obedient to certain things. And that just led me to think, you know, why do we have so many gods? Why do mm. we, why are we so obedient to so many things in our life? So that's kind of what I was thinking about idolatry what do you what do you see in that i mean i everything you said went totally over my head i'm just kidding oh <laughs> my god just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> no. i have no clue what you're talking about <laughs> no but i i agree because i mean even to be honest i feel like that's something that even we as you know older adults struggle mm-hmm. with like yeah. me like my as a as a comedian my career kind of is based off of you know, like social media and, mm-hmm. you know, getting myself out there. And one thing that I find myself doing is like when I wake up in the morning, it's like, oh, got to check my notifications. Mm-hmm. Oh, got to check my text messages. And it's like, why do I do that? Like, right. I don't even know where that came from. It's yeah. just like an automatic thing. It's these these cursed iPhones. <laughs> <laughs> really, though? <laughs> no, but it's like, you know, you, I, I find myself even even for me, you know, then these topics that we talk about are some things that we we have struggled with or, or currently are, struggling yeah. yeah like it's like yeah, it's this like, is for us yeah <laughs> and it's like idolatry is like as 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 weird as it sounds is something that you know we all have struggled mm-hmm. like we all struggle with because we all find something that we you know place a lot of time into and right. sometimes some a lot of us place it more than we do with our relationship with God like TV like me I love sports I, I love watching sports I love watching basketball I love watching football Sundays that's, that's game day you know right. and it's like everyone you know is we've all been like channeled and programmed like oh Sunday night Sunday afternoon mm-hmm. The whole day is football. And, you know, usually that's the day that we spend. That's the Sabbath day where we spend with God. You know, mm-hmm. we're rushing right after church to make sure we make that noon game. Mm-hmm. You know, make sure we can be in tagged or we're like even in, in church. Like I see kids, you know, checking fantasy. Like, they know if you go to Spirit of the Lord, you're not making that yeah. noon game. <laughs> you are yeah. not giving up. Yeah. <laughs> maybe a five yeah. o'clock game. Yeah, and it's like you maybe not even Monday night when you mess around, you'd be there all <laughs> twenty four hours. <laughs> but it's like we've we've all like we all find something that, you know, like you said, that we, we obey. Like mm-hmm. we like nowadays the generation doesn't necessarily obey like authority but we obey something and Mm -hmm. it's like whether that's you know facebook whether that's twitter i love to tweet you can follow me on twitter at (laughs) juice underscore i'm just kidding i have pretty funny tweets but it's like we all find something that we we 
I I don't know the word for it. Idolatry. 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 Idolize. 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 There we go. Idolize. We all find dang, and we're about to graduate in May, and we still can't. Idolatry. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like we all find something that we place like above, like we you know idolize, and it's like whether that's an athlete, Mm -hmm. whether that's you know a social media app or something, and it's like where does that come from? And I feel like it's part of our you know our sin nature to to place these certain things mm-hmm. you know above god because it's not considered cool right. anymore in society yeah. and i'm like you know society plays a big part of that when you see these celebrities rocking these new shoes mm-hmm. like people paying two thousand dollars for kanye west's shoes and they they're look so cute good. though they're so cute you don't think so they're not two thousand dollar cute. That's true, but they're nice though. <laughs> I really do like them. They are, what do you have a pair? No, I wish. <laughs> you can't. It's hard to get a raffle for those things. Yeah, that's true. I like, like me. I like Air Jordans. I like wearing Jordans. I would prefer Jordans over Kanye West shoes any day. But it's like you know, where do I? You know, I I'm not one of those guys who's like, oh, I need the new pair of Jordans. I need them quick. Mm-hmm. But I'm one of those guys who's like, I need a new pair of Jordans. And that's, I need, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> and it's like, but. You know, it has to be to a point where we don't place these these items or these people. Right, that's above, the key. Right, above that's God. the key. That's the key to success. The key to success. So that it's you know, like you said, it's cool to have things and you know mm-hmm. and like things and you know have a, a a respect for certain things, but it's just it's a point when something becomes your god and it becomes mm-hmm. your master. Um, I looked up the definition of master, and it actually was pretty interesting to me. It says, um, gain control over or overcome. So pretty much what we can assume is that which gains control over you or overcomes you is your master. So if something controls you to the point to where you can't tell it no because it, it controls you, that's how you know something's your master. So if you're thinking like, wow, is there? do I have a problem of idolatry in my life? Is there something that I'm idolizing? Well, is it gaining control over you? Can you? Do you have the ability to tell it no or not? And I think that's something you can ask yourself. Do you have the ability to tell it no? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that's how you can know if something is your master, if it's gained control over you. Um, but not to, you know, condemn anyone, but just to challenge them. Because the thing about this that's so that just sucks about idolatry is that the things that we make our gods, they're just, they're horrible at being God. They're just, they're Mm -hmm. bad gods. And like, um, for example, like what we talked about, um, maybe you have an issue with idolizing your sport or something like that. The thing is about that, that it's just, it's not a good God that if you're making that sport, your God, that sport doesn't comfort you when you're, when you're lonely. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, not, it, it just, it can't be God to you every time. And it doesn't, you know, it doesn't provide for you when, when you really need a miracle or when you need that thing that's like, there's no way that good can come out of this. It's hard for that sport or that person or that cell phone or those pair of shoes to be that God for you. Mm-hmm. It just can't do it. And so not to condemn you and be like, God's angry with you. God, you know, he he's mad at you. He, he wants he wants you to do this, do that. He turn or burn type thing. It's just mm-hmm. that God doesn't want you to turn your life over to another God because it doesn't fill you up mm-hmm. like how like how he can. It's not it's not sufficient for your soul. Yeah. Jesus is your soul sufficiency and those things they just aren't you know they just leave you feeling empty after a while so um, uh, in Exodus 22 through 5 I'll read that 
for you guys, because if you're driving, please do not pull out your phone and look it up. I will read it. Don't you worry. Um, but it says, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. That just shows how good he is. He brought these people out of the land of slavery. He says, I am your God. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make yourself an image in the form of anything in heaven, above or on the earth, beneath or in the waters below. You shall not bow down to them or worship them. For I, the Lord, your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children of the sin of the parents to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me. Um, so what God is saying is he's saying, you know, I don't want you to have any other God before me. I, I, that's what I am for you. I'm your God. I am a jealous God. And just the, the fact that he keeps repeating, I am the Lord, your God. It's me. I'm, it's like, to me, when I read that, it's like, God is like pleading to them. Like, I'm the one you've been searching for. Mm -hmm. Like you're trying to have all these graven images set up and before you, and you're trying to get all these things from them, but I'm your God. And mm -hmm. so um, what I found um, reading through the scriptures the other day, which is just it truly, truly blessed me and just kind of like really helped me respond to when the Lord says, I'm your God. Um, so I was reading through the book of Psalms and I noticed that David constantly was always reminding himself who his God was. Mm -hmm. He was always saying, you are my God. Um, Psalm 63, 1, Psalms 118, 28, um, 31, 14, 91, 2, 118, 28, the list goes on. There's so many times where David said, you are my God. Apart from you, I have no good thing. You are my God. Earn earnestly, I seek you. You are my God. You are my God. I wait mm -hmm. for you. And that's what he kept saying. And I feel that he was reminding himself that this is the one that I answer to. This is my God who has full gain of control over my life. This is my God. And I just wonder, who are we saying that to? You know what I mean? When yeah. we turn to certain things, you are my God. Can you fill me up? You are my God on Instagram. Earnestly, I seek you in the morning. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? David was saying that about God. And we're looking at Instagram like, <laughs> you are my God. I seek you in the morning. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that really like challenged me just the way that he was constantly saying that to mm -hmm. God like it's you you're the one you're the one that I that I hope for you're the one that I look into so hey I'm gonna have to start doing that <laughs> just wake up in the morning you are my God you are my God <laughs> right? I will not look at this phone you are my God <laughs> no but really though so even if that's your if you're physically saying that or if that's your spirit crying out whatever it is mm -hmm. like you know what what are you reaching out your hand to what are you stretching mm -hmm. out your hand to to say that this is my God um, so I know that idolatry has been a struggle for me um last week um joseph kind of talked about how um he struggled with loyalty with friends um because he is so loyal and it can be like a good thing and a bad thing sometimes but something that i've struggled with in the area of idolatry is i just love people so much mm -hmm. and i'm like a very sensitive person like i'm very like i just you are. i'm very compassionate and I, I could cry at anything like anything makes me cry i'm just like i just love people when people are hurt it like it truly breaks me mm -hmm. and that's a good thing and a bad thing and it can be a bad thing because i've had the ability to idolize people in mm -hmm. my life because I'm like I just love people I want to love on people I want to make sure they're okay I always want to be around mm -hmm. somebody I don't like to be alone Yeah, I just like to be around people loving on them making sure they're okay whatever it is and so that had that had the ability and has been become an idol in my life in certain points because I just want to be around people so much that I like would rather spend time with people all day long and then sometimes I neglect to spend time with God because mm -hmm. I'm looking to people to to make me happy you know mm -hmm. and fill me up in that spot so that's something that I personally struggled with in the area of idolatry but I just have to remember like even though I love these people and they are blessings in my life and they're good things in my life they're not God and they truly can't fill me up 
So yeah, and that's that's something that I kind of like when I was younger. I used to idolize athletes and artists. Mm-hmm. So like it was like you know, like Kobe Bryant. I mean, I still like love Kobe Bryant, but it's not as much as I did when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And it's just like I realized that you know Kobe's not going to be with me when you know I'm hurting, or Kobe's not going right. to be with me. <laughs> when the money is low and you can't buy his shoes <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> and it's like i came to realize that only god can bring that you know fulfillment mm-hmm, so truly yeah it was it was interesting to it's see true that. cue the emotional music <laughs> but no really though um so we'll be back in a few um but just know that god it truly is the only one who can fulfill you he's really the only one so you guys enjoy the break and we'll see you in a few we'll be back Don't change the radio station. Please. We'll be back. Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community. Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM980 The Mission, and I'm excited to share that The Mission has a brand new sister station dedicated entirely to health and wellness programming, and we call it Wellness 1570, found at AM1570. The Bible shares many wonderful and important verses dedicated to one's health, and our prayer is that you'll greatly enjoy, but more importantly, benefit in a healthier lifestyle from our programming and informative website, TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. We encourage you to tune into Wellness 1570 and live well. Welcome back, guys. Um, we are glad that you stayed on. Yes. I'm Joseph Sutton. If you're just now tuning in, I'm Joseph Sutton, a.k.a. Juice, the comedian. And I'm here with... I am Tara Jefferson for the eighth time. And <laughs> I, I don't think I even told you guys. I don't think we told them what we do. I'm a youth pastor at Sanctuary Covenant Church. And what do you do? Well, I am a full-time student. Senior at the University of Northwestern St. Paul. Woo, woo, I'm a senior at North Central University, the Battle okay. of the Norths. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm studying media, sports media, and communication, uh, and entertainment, uh, business entertainment. So mm-hmm. yeah, he's actually pretty good at what he does. Uh, before oh you guys missed the break, um, he was trying to sing along to a song, <laughs> and it just it just wasn't working out. And yeah, well, he really confided in me, and it was just like Tara. I really wish I could say <laughs> like you is what he said. He said I really oh. wish I could have a voice like yours. I said you know it's not easy, you know. But anyways, I asked him if he could trade up singer. one of his talents to be a singer. What would that be? And I'm curious to know. Dancing. You're not that good of a dancer. I'm good enough, and it's good enough to trade. <laughs> That's true. You're you're an okay dancer. I didn't know that. I have but. rhythm. That's all that matters. Okay. Anyways, so back to what we were talking about. <laughs> we were talking about um, idolatry and just kind of the things that we refer to as our God, even if we're not realizing that we are, or even if we are realizing it. Um, a lot of us in our lives, we have different idols. Um, 
and different things in our life that have gained control over us and how Mm -hmm. can we fix that what are some things that we can do to fix that um and so i'll give you guys just some personal things of ways that i've truly helped or how the ways that gods have truly helped me um deal with my issue of idolatry and the first thing that i can say is that that was so like just pivotal for me was i had to be honest with god Mm -hmm. i just had to truly say and it's hard to like tell god like I love this thing more than you, or I'm addicted to this thing, or I want this thing more than I want your presence. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's a hard thing to do, but I had to come to a point to where I'm like, if I truly want to get rid of this idol in my life, I have to go to my source and I have to go to the thing that can help me. And that was Jesus. And it always has been Jesus and it always will be Jesus. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the first thing I had to do with, with God is I just had to be honest. You know, I had to say, God, there are things in my life that I love and they may be good things, they may be bad things in my life, but I love them more than you, and that's not okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that God can work with that. A lot of times we just try to, you know, put on this front and we just try to act like yeah. everything's okay and, oh, I don't struggle with that. That's not me. But I had to, like, truly be vulnerable with God and be like, I love this thing more than you right now. Yeah. I love this person more than I love you. I want this more than I want you. And God can truly work with that heart. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you're truly open and you're truly honest with God. And that really helped me because what God does in that moment is he's so gentle and he's so gracious to you that he helps you love him. He truly does. Cause it's not easy to love God, yeah. but he helps you love him. And he shows so much grace and kindness to you that you can't help, but to truly love him. So is there, I mean, I know I'm putting you on the spot, but is there anything <laughs> that's like helped you in, in dealing with idolatry? Yeah. Cause I know everyone struggled with it at least at some point. Mm-hmm. Well, even going back, like before the break, I talked about how like I, I idolized, athletes mm-hmm. um and kind of i still i don't really idolize them now i look up to them but back in the day kobe Bryant was like my you know was my idol mm-hmm. i i was like i didn't worship the dude because you know you know real thugs don't worship other people. <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> but it was like it was to the point where you know i wanted to have a kobe Bryant jersey i wanted to be at all the games mm-hmm. i wanted to have all the new shoes um, knowing I couldn't afford it, but I tried to find right. ways to like illegal you know, ways. No, no, not okay, good, good. <laughs> no. I would try to you know scurry up money and like yo, I'm about to get these new Kobe Bryant Elite Eights that are coming out soon. But it was like it was to the point where I had to, like you said, I had to reevaluate you know my life and mm-hmm. I had to go before God and be like yo, you know, I need help with this. And it, and it wasn't just Kobe, but it, you know it was like you know social media as well. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I need help with this. I can't stay off Twitter. I can't right. stay off Facebook. And and it was funny that you said that is because a lot of us who struggle with things never want to admit it. Mm-hmm. Like people are like, dang, dude, you're always on Facebook, bro. I'm not always on Facebook. Oh, I was I, checking this. Someone messaged me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not on Facebook when I'm eating. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and it's like I had to come before God and be vulnerable. Like, listen, I, I like you said, I like this a lot. And it's starting to affect me. And it was like, I need I need help. And you have to be able to, you know, like you said, be vulnerable and be 100 with yourself. Because mm-hmm. that's how it starts. Like, God already knows that you, you struggle with these things. But he want, in a way, he wants to hear you say it. And part of the, and it's like, even like being a, an addict, kind of. Mm-hmm. It's like the first part of knowing My you have a problem. My name is Tara, <laughs> and I am. <laughs> <laughs> and the first part of knowing that you have, you know, that you're struggling with something is to admitting it to yourself. Because mm-hmm. the first part is... We try to convince ourselves that 
this is not a problem. There's no problem. Yeah, like I'm not addicted to Facebook, even though I'm on it all the time. And it's like mm-hmm. just being able to admit to yourself, be real with yourself, mm-hmm. and then bring that as a sacrifice before God. And that's sure. what I had to do. I had to be real with myself. Like, yo, listen, Jordans are an issue. <laughs> You're buying. I need them. Yeah, you're buying all these Jordans, and you can't even afford to pay your phone bill. Oh, <laughs> let him know. And it's like, dang. Yes, God, I bring my I bring my Jordan collection before you. <laughs> Lay the Jordans yeah. at his feet. <laughs> and let him wear them. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, truly, um, just to wrap up, just remember, guys, that if there's something that you just can't say no to, that is truly the definition of something being your master, something having mm-hmm. mastery over you. If you just can't say no, um, then that might be an indicator that you are struggling with idolatry. And like we've talked about, just bring it to the Lord. Stretch out your hands to him and say, this is an issue and he will truly help you. So I'm going to leave you guys with this. If there's anything that you are stretching your hand out to to fulfill you, if there's something that you feel like you um, are bow down, bowing down to and worshiping that's not the Lord and doesn't have to be like actually physically bowing yeah, down, yeah. but you know, just in your heart, if there's something that your heart is worshiping, um, because we all worship something, then um, just be open and honest with God and ask him for your help. Mm-hmm. Um, so just last thing, just who who will your God be? Who Who is that person? Who are you going to stretch out your hand to and say, you are my God, I seek you. Mm-hmm. You are my God. Apart from you, I have no good thing. You are my God. So let's let the Lord Jesus, the only mm. one, be our God. And let's try our hardest to not let things that can't fulfill us consume us. Mm-hmm. And also goes back to what we talked about last week with surrounding yourself with people who will be honest with you yes. and be like yo you know you, you are got strugg- a problem yeah you are struggling with this <laughs> but yeah thanks for tuning in guys yep, uh, we hope you guys, you guys. a great time because we did you were tuning to Isaiah 61 I'm Joe Juice Sutton and I'm Tara see you later three star general Michael J. Flynn head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency knew all the government's dirty secrets he was one of the most respected generals in the military Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to he understood its funding he ordered the first audit of the use of contractors this set off alarm bells the explosive new documentary Flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost and covers the facts behind this scandal Flynn told the truth he was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.